Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Welcome to Wordplay, Open Mic Radio. We are live. It's the midday. And right now, you're listening to the voice of Royal Architect of World of Wordplay. Today's a new day. Right now, we're in the middle of it. So feel free to call in, tell a friend to listen in. Thank you. 
Welcome, 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 welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I just wanted to uh, start things off with a little bit of our past, our present. That was the last poets. And we are in the middle of the day, midday wordplay. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Um, this feels good. This feels good. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something new, and that new is right now. Midday Wordplay has taken a shift, and we are now on Open Mic Radio. So I thank all for tuning in. I just noticed... Um, Time frame, um, East Coast, West Coast. Uh, the time frame is definitely different. So my talk show was actually uh, scheduled ahead of time. So apologies, to, apologies to anyone that tuned in early and experienced silence. But we're live right now. We're live right now, and we are kicking off this midday wordplay official 
just a few minutes in. And once again, I'd just like to say thank you for all that have called in. Definitely appreciate that. So I would like to go ahead and share some poetry with you. Today's show is, I'd like to say, going to be centered around poetry, of course, your art, your singing, um, little conversation about you, about me, about poetry, and definitely, most importantly, uh, today, your influence, why you do what you do, why do you write poetry, why do you recite, you know, why are you a spoken word artist, why are you a fan? And so the forum is open, the stage is open, and we definitely want to express ourselves and feel free to do so. So one of my biggest influences um, to begin with, for me, is hip-hop. Um, for me, without there would be no poetry for me if it wasn't hip-hop. I like the way the words are put together. I like the the uh, accompaniment of music different styles and different flavors, the different places where the music came from, whether it be New York, right here in Chicago, West Coast. Um, I, I like all of it, you know, it's different influences. You know, your, your Diggable Planets and your NWA. Music has definitely influenced the reason why I even began to write in the first place. You know, freestyling is one thing, you know. You get a chance to uh, express yourself, whether it be acapella, some say acapoco, but whether it be acapella or with music. You know, when you're in the middle of a cipher and you're trading thoughts, it's super cool. I'm talking about fast, slow, you know what I'm saying, the beatboxing, you know, um, if it's, it's being mixed by DJ, you know, the different pauses and breaks, you get a chance to just kind of kind of lose yourself with words. And depending on how you express yourself, nothing gets lost in meaning your intent, your your vision on why you're doing what you're doing, it just takes on a whole nother whole nother whole nother world. And in that moment, um, whether you realize it or not, it's artistic. And so for me, freestyling was my thing. Um I like to play with words. And you know, everybody has their own sound. 
you know, and if others like how you sound, then they're going to love what you do. So with that being said, my influences also came from uh, a time when Deaf Poetry Jam was, was hot. And, you know, people speak of peace and war and revolution and life, love, and happiness and, you know, everything. Places you've gone, places you want to see. You know, it's almost like having a conversation with art. It's super cool. It's super cool. And so later on, you know, after being introduced to poetry by a brother of mine, rest in peace, Chad, a.k.a. Chad Dorsey, a.k.a. Neo Abyss, um, that brother introduced me to poetry and it took on a whole new life for me as far as what I can do with words. And this is well before I even thought to have a name, a stage name. But in any case, um, that did develop. You know, having a taste for this really is, man, it's like, it's like good food. You know, you look up and one minute you, you, you're on stage and you're reading out of your, your journal or you're thinking about the stage and you're nervous and you just want to express yourself. And so there you are on stage in front of the mic and trying to utter these words and you pause, you breathe, and you might even sweat a little bit, you know, and eventually the words come out. Before you know it, it's like, wow, I'm doing this. And eventually the fear, eventually the fear disappears. And you, you, you continue on until you finish. You know, they say anything that you you care about, you, you know, you'll be nervous about it. So, excuse <clears throat> me. The cool thing is the finishing. The finishing is is just the beginning, and that's where it really starts. That's where it all really starts, and you want to do it again and again and again. And before you know it, if you're one of those people that feel like this is a gift and this is a talent or this is a calling, the next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute, I got a name. I got a stage name. Wow. You know, somebody could have given it to you. It could be a nickname. It could be, you know, um, a work in progress, you know. Could just be you, you know, you and your government name reciting these poems, reading the poems or 
expressing them with so much energy and life, like taking the words from off of the paper, off of that pad, off of out of that phone and just really going in. And before you know it, there's an applause, there's the finger snaps, there's the uh-huhs and a show your rights and man, it's just like you're one with your audience. And that's exactly what you want. You want to feel. You want to give. You know what I'm saying? And you also want to receive. Sure enough, the the adulation and the applause is fine, but uh, it should be all out of agreement that what you've said, what you've spoken, what you've read is just touching. And it's real. And if it ain't just real, it's it's artistic. You know, some things are on the surface and other things they go deep. And so that connection is what you want. You know, you just want to vibe with your people and it feels good to do so. And so well one of my my favorite poems is a poem that inspires me. It inspires others. And it's somewhat of it's somewhat of an anthem. And I'll share that with you right now. Greetings and blessings to all. I'm here because poetry gave me a call. Reminded me that God gifted me with the talent and said, don't stall. Don't worry if you fail or fall. Just right. Wait, what about the butterflies in stage fright? What if I what if I don't describe or tell my story right? What if the demons of fear put up a good fight? What if the crowd doesn't respond to my passage and right to just write? Instantly the atmosphere around me became silent and poetry was strong, subtle support whispered, just right. A vibration resonated in my mind that I felt in the heart of my belly and it all became clearer for me too. Just right. Before the words were thought into existence, my spirit and my soul were in agreement for me too. Just right. Whether white words on blackboard or black on white paper from Genesis to now and later, I will. Just right. With my hospital birth in the ghetto and my umbilical cord still connected to Chicago, the West Side of me says, just right. As a worldwide wordsmith, I speak ink into oxygen around a clock like Oxycontin. For relief, I will. Just right. It's a monster. It might just sound like your story. With articulation, I will. Just right. The words will be of tragedies like broken hearts, homes, and families. With sadness, I will. Just right. See, no one likes the feeling of pain, hurt, and despair attached to the name. With tears, I will. Just right. Reflect on every new awakening that you didn't die and be grateful that in love there is no lie. With joy, I will. Just right. To be convicted of the experience of songs like reasons and life changes like seasons. With cause, I will. 
just right to be convicted, to be convicted by the thought of not being able to speak this poetry with the excitement I will just right. Despite the burdens of bills, the barriers of bigotry and the bitterness of breakups, the King Stronomy says just right. No longer distracted by big buffets, bad betting, and blinded beauty, the Romanomy says just right. Familiar faces of family, friends, and a few others have witnessed the enfranchisement of Me Too just right. Several famous entertainers like Bruce Lee, Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou, and Muhammad Ali give me encouragement to just right. Through the disdain for the struggle to survive without staying stuck or stagnant to strive, our forefathers say just right. My plea to the writer and you hiding on the inside. Fill up a journal about truth, growth, and getting to the other side just right. Value the shared reciprocity of support systems because journeys and short rides and power full of momentum. Just right. Lastly, lastly, recognize that originally the word was spoken as power, then written, for your authority, purpose, and treasure. So by all means, just right. And that's that piece. So that particular poem came into being because, well, I was sitting up wondering, like, you know what? I'd like to write a new piece. And what I'd like to do is have a crowd-engaging piece. And I remember watching a, a YouTube of a gentleman. can't think of his name right now, but um, his piece was called Knock Knock or something to that. I was like, just just a common theme throughout the whole poem. And, um, well, it took me back to, to when a coach um, back in high school was like, you don't have a problem writing, you just have a, a problem finishing. And so just put all these thoughts together and something told me to just write. And that's what I did. I just started writing, and that actually became the name of the poem. And I'm so grateful that, you know, many appreciate it. Um, for some, they say that it's, it's a poet's anthem. And for me, that's super cool. And it just it just speaks to being connected, you know. Um, I feel it's a thoughtful piece. Um, it's a real piece. Um, it's a poetry piece. And so it just gives um, inspiration. Actually, um, when people hear it, uh, they often think of just right, like J-U-S-T-R-I-G-H-T. In actuality, it's J-U-S-T-W-R-I-C-E. And so it, it, it does. It does. It does have that feeling of being just right. And it does encourage one to just right. And so uh, that's what this art form is all about, about storytelling and expressing oneself 
um, actually sometimes even being a voice for others. And the cool thing about it is you can lose yourself, which is good. You know, you can get away from the everyday hustle and bustle, you know, the everyday ebb and flow and, you know, you can feel a, a different way and do a different thing. And and so life life is, is cool like that, you know. Um, the poetry scene in Chicago is 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 super cool. Um, wow, I, I wouldn't even know where to start because you know it, it it's all the way up north, definitely out south, plenty out west. I mean, there's poetry everywhere in Chicago. Pretty much, if you know one poet, you you, you almost know them all or at least it's connected. And so for those that don't know who I am, you know, tuning in for the first time ever, I am the Royal Architect, quite simply Royal Architect, and affectionately known as Royal. And that name, I'll tell you where that name came from. I was, at the time that, uh, I'm going to say before Royal Architect came together, I asked a buddy of mine to give me the name, um, to give me a name that began with R. And, you know, he heard me freestyle before, and the name he came up with and actually fit, and it stuck. It's still sticking today, but um, he gave me the name. He gave me the name Architect. I'm sorry, like, right, cool, 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 cool. So, um, Architect is real long, but um, I went ahead and shortened it up, and later on I added Royal to it. And part of that happened because there's a lot of architects out there, DJs, rappers, like that. So I'm going to have to change it up and be different, spell it different and everything. You know. So I added Royal to it, and then I became Royal Architect. And that was before I even started doing poetry. And before you know it, I hit the stage, and I wrote a poem, and I haven't looked back since. And so, got to tell you who I am. It would only be right, poetically speaking, that is. I am the royal architect. My words is perfect, and my speech is ill-poetic. My poetry is filled with rhymes and rhetoric. My gift to articulate is so artistic. You can call me an expresso, a messenger with metaphors, the voice to the words of an author, a poet without question of either or. My delivery is so pure. I simply call it being sure. Whether words of war or words of wit, either way it goes, I am a worldwide wordsmith. 
I've been given a verbal repertoire to recite, recite passionately. When I speak, dreams and visions become possibilities. Again, I say, I am the royal architect. I was born like Jeremiah, one of a kind, and through Jesus Christ, I am a light that shines. With gratitude, I only thank God for all of mine, everything from my earthly dimension to the return of my heavenly lifetime. See, I get emotionally naked with thoughts on lines. My message is universal and has supernatural talents. The study itself got me pressing for the mark and the prize. Every day I get clothed and passed with purpose-driven eyes. The word keeps me filled and their understanding I find. The Holy Spirit gives me comfort in chaos and peace to unwind. Prayer and fasting makes me strong enough for this daily grind. To believe and have faith gives me the vision to be spiritually unblind. I seek to be righteous and live free from the chains of sins that bind. I project magnified expressions of creativity like a mom. As an artist, I speak the power of life when I poetically rhyme. My God-given talent of spoken word is the seed that opens up hearts, souls, and minds. One last time, I leave you with these words. I am the royal architect, and that's that piece. So, yeah, I um, I love what I do. Um, God gave this gift to me, and I've only really gotten started. I've been out here on the scene um, a little over three years. And it's been good to me. Good people, good vibes, great times. Um, open mic for a little over two years now. Um, you know, coming up on my three-year anniversary here in April. And I'm looking forward to that. I also have Midnight Wordplay, which is an extension of Midday Wordplay. Um, yeah, if it's not one going on, it's the other one that's, that's doing something. And it all is under the umbrella of World of Wordplay. And so that came into being because, well, you know, <laughs> there's one thing to have a business card, and it's another to you know, recite your poems and, you know, um, be unique, different. Um, it's also really cool to, it's really cool to, you know, just, just lend yourself to the art and to, Man, just immerse yourself into it, you know, immerse yourself in in it. And so I found myself, like, just, just like, wow, like world of wordplay, wow. Um, this play on words or spoken word is, is just, it's, it's just, it's its own other universe. And so with every verse, with every word, with every utterance, with every, you know what I'm saying, Ron, it it just has, it takes on a life of its own. And so, man, what would I be doing if I didn't do this? Definitely working a nine to five, like just doing that. Um, but um, 
world of wordplay. It's it's what I do now, you know, whether I'm working a nine to five or not. Um, I'm working this until um, part. I'm working world of wordplay part time until I can do it full time, and it's a production and it's you know a play. It's it's you know volumes of books. Um, it's open mics across the world, like international. And so I was uh, getting some assistance from a young lady named Jackie, and we were talking and, you know, going back to the whole, like, telling people who you are kind of thing, you know, and um, business cards and looking at this as it's a business and and all of that good stuff. Um, you got to get the word out there. And it just became easier for me to it became easier for me to just really like put everything all under world of wordplay. Because we were talking and my thoughts went somewhere and I was like, that's it. World of wordplay. So you can find me on World of Wordplay on anything everywhere. Um Instagram, YouTube. Um, look forward to, you know, seeing videos and podcasts of everything that I do. And, you know, I'm trying to give everyone an opportunity to either listen in or actually come to a venue and, and not just to see me, but to um, experience other artists. You know, that's what the open mic is for. It's the experience of the artist to tune in and get a feel for other people's mindsets and and how their heart is, you know, feeling at that moment. You know, could be pain. You know, we got a lot, lot going on. Different communities with, you know, racial racial injustice and um, you know, other people don't see that world. You know, they they live in a comfy home, whatever the case may be, um, or a different, you know, di- different climate of people. And, um, yeah, it's one thing to watch the news, but to actually be living in, in, in certain situations is a whole different story. And so um not saying uh, necessarily Pleasantville, but, you know, some people live with a sense of peace. You know, they might live right across from the ocean. And, you know, so their thoughts are going to be different, you know what I'm saying, waking up to to the sunshine or waking up to, you know, to the moon um, right off the river, you know, or, you know, people have a mountaintop perspective, you know. You know, they might live, you know, where it's forest and whatnot. I sounds like I got a caller. Sounds like I got a caller. Yes, you do. That's what's going on. Um, this is Royal Architect, and you are? Miss Keys, I got a code. I just called to check in for support. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, I was just in the middle of telling everybody how, you know, um, poetry is, you know, so we can connect with everyone, right? You know, the stage is... Um, is open to expression in different, you know, um, 
experiences by other people and, you know, how they've grown up or where they're living at right now. Um, with you being all the way out in the Keys, you know, that's Kankakee for anybody that don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's a whole nother atmosphere of of living. And so um, you, like, came in, like, right there, right there. So what you got going on today? Oh, nothing. I've been under the weather. I'm just trying to get my voice back. I wish I could spit, but my voice, my voice is gone, halfway gone. Oh man, I, I hate that. Oh, I feel you. But I had to call because this is uh, something new and this is awesome, and I wanted to support um, the show man, today. Man, that's what's up. Man, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um. Yeah, I um I looked up and so I didn't check the time. Um but the show actually got started like three PM central, I mean uh, Eastern. So I don't know if anybody called in prior to that and just heard their silence, but um but yeah, so I kicked everything off with a little um um last poets. And so, um, so yeah, just just on here, just re- reciting some things uh, and, and and you know, getting a feel for something new myself. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So yeah, so yeah. Um, I just got out the hospital, um, so I know how you feeling as far as being under the weather. I was in the hospital with pneumonia. Took my mom wow. in. And I end up staying. So we spent Christmas um, at the hospital. And wow. Yeah, yeah, like, so God is good. That's all I can say about that. And, that man, I all no day. Idea. I did not know that. But it was tell the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I mean, it's a good thing out of it because you're able to still, you know, tell your story, your testimony. Um, exactly. God is still good. Yeah, God is still good, even though we're sick and going through stuff. We still have to have that mindset to keep pushing, and I'm trying to tell people that that's the price around these holidays. You have to keep pushing because that's the only way to keep surviving and living if you keep pushing. No doubt, no doubt. You hit it on the head. Um, you know what? You just don't know what you know what someone is going through. Um, you know, oh. you just recently had your father pass, and you know, correct. Yeah, yeah. To keep pushing, it's not an easy thing. It's a necessary thing. Um, right. But you never know how that might affect somebody else. Like somebody might be on the brink of giving up, and. And you, they look at you, and you continue to push. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's one thing to like live for yourself, but also to realize it ain't all about you. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you definitely uh, influence other people's lives, whether you know it or not. You know, so yeah, I, I just was on the phone call last night, and this is like the second time this person was telling me how they was like not wanting to be here. And because times had got rough, and I'm wow. like, you know what? You're not, you're not the only one. But keep pushing. Yeah. Right. 
that's my favorite saying is keep pushing and keep going. And I try to tell people it's a mindset. I know it's hard. It's a mindset. They're ready for me to crash. And I'm like, I'm not built to be like that. I wasn't raised to be a give-up type of person. So if I have to honor my dad like that, that's fine because I never, I can't give up. It's just not in my it's not in my DNA to give up. If I keep pushing, it's a little step closer to whatever goal I'm getting to. It might take a minute to get to it, but at least I'm trying. And I do see a lot of people hurting. And if I could just help one person, that would make my heart help, you know, happy. If I could help one, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not selfish, so if I could help, I try to be supportive, and I do try to help people. Because I know the storm is hard. I know it is. Real, real hard. That's good that you talk to these people and tell them not to give up because it is suicidal thoughts going on. So, yeah, these young people really do need to wake up and realize they got a whole life. They got a whole life. And, uh, yeah, they should try to live it. You know, with with, with what we're talking about, I think, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for me to go ahead and um, recite one of my poems that I normally recite, and it really speaks to to keep pushing. And this particular piece is called Message of Prosperity. I am a righteous ringmaster, but you can call him Lord of the Rings. Despite this circus of life, praise him for all your blessings. Gifts from God like grace and favor now and later. My past and future is heaven, 365, 24-7. I learned this from Jeremiah. I'm living a fruitful life with no need to retire. Forest in the fire, prosperity got me living higher. Awesome is God, spirituality, sharing his love intimately, everlasting until infinity. The presence of God is like the absence of gravity, the way the Lord carries me. Kingdom building is what truly makes me happy. Creating family with unity of community is the win-win despite the change of seasons and things. The quiet after this storm and harsh winds leaves destruction. Let your restoration come through prayer and meditation. Don't fear fasting for abundant supplication. It's peaceful when the Lord begins suddenly speaking about great things to come. Listen while he sweetly whispering. I know we all are looking for signs, but give him your heart's address and let him reside. And that's that peace. So, yeah, we got to keep pushing. Definitely got to keep pushing. Um, right. It looks like I got a, it looks like I got another caller on the line. Um, did you want to introduce yourself? What's up? This is uh, this is Mr. Opinionated from Chicago. What's up, Ron? Man, what's going on, Mr. Opinionated? Brother, brother, I appreciate you. She's so oh, awesome. Ain't he? Yeah, if he's oh. so real when you meet him, he's just a real person. Happy holidays. I'm sorry I lost my voice. This is Miss Keys. Hey, I'm just checking in. I see you doing something new, brother. Wanted to support you and check you out. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate that. Most definitely. Um, Wow. Um, you just don't know where your support is going to come from. Sometimes you already know, but um, it, it's definitely a, a good feeling to, you know what I'm saying, 
get support from the ones that always do whenever they can. Um, and it's, it's definitely um, a good thing to get support, you know, um, from new people as well. So, man, I think I appreciate y'all for hanging in there with me. Um, man, there's so many different reasons why um, why I'm doing things different with midday. Um, you know, part of it is, you know, being at a particular location, you know, having a venue, um, um, you know, people like to see other artists, of course. And so, you know, with the whole open mic, you know, you book different artists and so forth. And so that's all good because, you know, having a venue uh, helps to bring people together, but it also helps the artists to uh, have an opportunity to um, express themselves. So speaking of express, um, I want to hear from both of you guys what is your and what was the reason or influence, who or what is the influence that has um, got you into, you know, poetry or whatever art you're in, whether it be photography, singing, whatever you do. Miss Keys, we'll start with you. Um, my influence was my influence was um, doing at 17, I could do it, but I never had a venue. And when I was able to meet poets like you guys in Chicago and out here, that motivated me to write more. It motivated me to go on the stage. It motivated me to do something I never knew I could do. So that's why I got my motivation to seeing artists like y'all doing what you love to do all the time. And y'all keep grinding, y'all keep pushing, and y'all keep networking. So it just showed me that with more aspects to this game, you know, Poetry and, and photography and whatever your craft is, it, it's a gift. And people are drawn to it. And you get drawn in a positive vibe. So out of all of this, I get the positive vibe. And I get to learn a lot of stuff from you guys. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mr. Opinionated, what's, what's your influence? What got you into, you know, poetry and, and photography and the things that you do? Uh, you know what? When I graduated from high school, um, Somebody asked me what I wanted to do. I said I wanted my own talk show. Um, wow. And, you know, as, as and as I grew older, you know, I went to college, took photography classes, and, you know, I'm always a dreamer. I'm always uh, thinking of big things to do. And I said, you know, I want to grow up and I want to do photography in-house. I want to do film. I want to do music. I want to do acting. And what's funny is, you know, oftentimes, you know, when you hit midlife, which is where I've hit, you reflecting and thinking like I I don't think I I haven't done all the things that I wanted to do, but when I looked at it on a greater scale, God has allowed me to do everything I wanted to do, uh, just not at this big giant epic level in my mind. I've um I've done photography, I've done poetry, I've I've recorded on people's projects, um, I've. I do a whole lot of stuff and and growing up I've always liked to support people. I've always liked to cheerlead and push people on and what they're doing. So for me, um me getting out there blogging and taking pictures and videos of other people is really always what I wanted to do. I'm still supporting people. Um I'm supporting them with my uh my talent. So I've I've always liked to help people. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, I 
earlier on in the show, I mentioned um, my influences. Um, and I'm going to just say this. Um, that talk show is right around the corner for you. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but, but, yeah, I'll recap, you know, my influences. Um, you know, rap. It, would, it wouldn't be no um, poetry for me if it wasn't rap, you know. Okay. And um, the rapping and freestyling turned into just hanging out on the poetry scene and mm-hmm. getting, a, getting a little taste of that. And, you know, shout out to my brother, a.k.a. Uh, Chad, a.k.a. Neil Abyss, rest in peace. Um, he did his thing with poetry, and I was definitely a fan and a supporter. And eventually I was drawn to it. And so I became Royal Architect from that being like Royal was a, um, Architect was supposed to be my first, you know, rapper's name. And um, I added Royal to it, and so it, it developed into Royal Architect. And so later on, you know, just thinking back, um, that poetry jam, and then definitely this whole Chicago poetry scene has been an influence in me doing what I do as well. And so, it, like Miss Key said, it definitely is about the positive vibes and, you know, the good people and the great times. And so, um, yeah, having an influence um, on what you do is your why, you know, and it drives you. Like Miss Key, like, like Key said, you want to keep pushing. And so, well, I, I definitely um, want to encourage you all to continue doing what you're doing because it's a gift, it's a talent, and I know you love it. So continue to love it and continue to let it live in you because it's going to turn into every dream that you ever expected or didn't expect it to be and beyond. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mr. Opinionated, I don't normally get a chance. We don't normally get a chance to hear your poetry. Um, so, I know you got a book. Uh, did you did you want to tell us about the book and maybe even read something from it or give us a poem? Yeah, my um, my second book was called uh, Memoirs from the Heart. Um, it's um, it's about relationships. Um, it's about experiences. Um, you know, in relationships, all of it's not about me because I I draw from other people's experiences as well. Um, so it was my second book, and um, it was interesting because it wasn't what a lot of people expected from me. So a lot of people were kind of quiet because it was a departure from what they what they thought. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. You got an excerpt you want to share with us? Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, let's see, let's see. With all that you said that you got going on, you know, it's like you're a modern day prince, like a modern day prince of 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 artistry. And I say artistry because, you know, uh, you know, with the film. With the um, with the poetry, 
you know, with the photography, kind of like Prince was that person um, that did a lot. You know, he played a lot of different instruments. Um, he, he wasn't just one type of artist. He was multifaceted. You know, he could play the music. He could sing the music. You know what I'm saying? And so, and he could entertain his butt off. So, you know, you had that eclectic um, uh, style about yourself that um, definitely lends itself to who you are. So, thank you, brother. Sometimes I think I'm doing too much. <laughs> Seems like that <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> it hey. seems like that most of the time. No. So I have a um a piece called um In My Feelings. Uh with this second book, like when I do projects, I don't do them often. Um so it was like a five year gap between my first book and second book. So, you know, I was going through some relationship stuff. Um, and I, I feel when you're creating art, you need to immerse yourself in it. So if there were happy moments when I was writing, I was really happy. If there were dark moments, I let myself in, uh, I let myself wallow in the darkness. If I was sad, I let myself wallow in the sadness. So, um, so that whatever I was writing could come out in the project. So, um, the name of this piece is called In My Feelings. <laughs> Let me roll around in this heartache, this dark space. I lack oxygen like I'm in deep space. Let me feel this pain and experience the emotions that come with it. Let me feel the rain. I need to walk around without an umbrella in the storm to be drenched. My emotions tied up experience pain like I'm being lynched. Let me cry my eyes out till I give out. Listen to songs of heartbreak so I won't lash out. I need a moment, a second, a minute. Don't disturb me in this dark place. I'm enjoying being in it. Let me go on this journey to find purpose in my pain. Go over to the dark side to experience being insane. Let me stand on the edge of the cliff, dangle my feet over the edge. Maybe the excitement will give me a lift. I can't walk back into the light right now. Can't put on the gloves. I don't want to fight right now. Get out of my way. I need to fall hard. Remove my filter. Speak words without regard to anyone's feeling. Embrace my lower self right now so it just feels so appealing. Just let me feel. Just let me heal. Just let me breathe. Let me process your choice to leave. Let me think about how it feels to be lonely. Let me break from my dreams of be, of you being my one and only. I know they say the time heals all wounds. Well, there ain't enough time in the world to bring sunshine to my gloom. There aren't enough prayers to rescue me from my despair. Lay me on the altar and maybe I can be resurrected. Hide me in the secret place and maybe I can be protected. Throw me a life preserver, maybe I can swim. Give me a ladder, maybe I can come off of this limb. I feel like I'm all over the place and climbing on the ceiling. This is what it sounds when I'm simply in my feelings. And that's that piece. And that's that piece. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Finger snaps, finger snaps, hand claps. <laughs> so, Thank you. 
so let me tell you what's dope about that. Um, they say men don't know how to express themselves. Um, um, and you better not, you know, be in your feelings, right? You know, and <laughs> right. But you can't bottle that up. You know what I'm saying? You can't keep that in. It's got to come out some form, some kind of way. And so, um, you know, hats off to you because a lot of people don't understand that we're all vulnerable. And mm-hmm. we all we all have emotions. And, um, you know, I'm one of them hotheads, you know, when it comes to, you know, I'll hold something in and then I'll explode. And mm-hmm. that's not always a good thing, you know. And so, right, right. you know, even I'm learning how to um, express myself or say what's on my mind just to get it off my chest rather than to, you know, let it build up and, um, you know, ancestor. And so um, the other part of what you've done is, you know what I'm saying, to do it artistically, you know, um, that's what it's here for. That's what the poetry is here for, is for us to just be able to express ourselves. Um, and it's, it's super cool to do it in art form. So, man, definitely keep writing. And, um, you know, that might sound for like for some like it could be, a, uh, you know, um, something, you know, um, for women, right? You know, women are the only ones that express it. No, that's not the case. There might be a brother out there that needs to hear that and say, you know what? Yeah, man, I was going through. Yeah, I did shed a couple of tears. Yes, I was angry, you know? And so mm-hmm. it, it, it's poems like that that just kind of go deep and they real, you know? Mm-hmm. We got to do more than scratch the surface sometimes. So that's what's up, man. Cool piece, cool piece. Thank you. I think you, um, I think you have to use, you have to channel the power. And um, when you're going through something, wow. I, I believe in using it. You got it. If you're mad, you have to use it. If you're happy, you have to use it. Um, you just you just channel it, channel it, um, and and direct it towards where it's going to be most impactful. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, speaking of channeling energy, um, you know. Our city has gone through quite a bit, and not just our city, but many cities across the country. Um, um, you know, Ferguson, um, Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, is is the tea kettle at times when mm-hmm. you know something is happening and it's not being talked about, and it takes a catalyst like somebody dying for people to, you know, hear these words that are, you know, softly spoken and then eventually turns into, you know, roaring shouts of, you know, um, you know, people fighting back. And, you know, because of racial slurs and slanders and things of that nature. And so... um. I'm shifting to to go into this next piece, and, and I'm taking a picture. You know, um, there's a lot of families out here hurting. There's kids out here that that can't express themselves like they want to, and and 
Well, if they could, if, if the men and women and families uh, and children and elderly could express themselves about what's going on, they would do it like this. Mama, I don't want us to hurt anymore. Daddy, it seems like they hurt you more. The enemy's got us cornered from land to shore. My brothers and sisters, should we just even the score? Silence, silence. I can't keep silent in the midst of all this violence. Some of y'all acting like Chicago ain't seen riots. I can't see how anyone could ever get used to ambulance and police sirens. I've been feeling some type of way before, doing and after the killing of the last black person over nonsense. My heart has been aching from the propaganda and the heaviness of it all that's got me numb since. See, I really wanted this to be a war cry. The problem is, while we're killing ourselves, the only thing that I can do is hear why. Between the videos of self-destruction and police brutality, far too many of us have become nothing more than passers-by. Honestly, I got more questions about the hard facts of life than the classroom has tested the lessons. Truthfully, we don't need the news to tell us that it's killing season and that the class is already in session. With all the loss of lives, I really can't explain the rhyme or reason. What I will say is it feels a whole lot like war and that hate is the reason. Mama, I don't want us to hurt anymore. Daddy, it seems like they hurt you more. The enemy's got us cornered from land to shore. My brothers and sisters, should we just even the score? Yeah, I know. This sounds like a plea from a child. But yet it echoes the prayer of a community going wild. Ain't you tired of our people and babies getting gunned down? I unapologetically applaud the youth for protest for change right now. I ask, I ask, does anyone want to have a conversation that quickly turns into who's wrong or right? I mean, where's it going to get us at the end of the day? What, another fight? Picture this, two plots, one inhumane injustice, and zero answers for people's plight. Somebody please tell me that this is bigger than black and white. Because all I see is color and skin, laws for me, crimes, no end, death from sin. Mama, I don't want us to hurt anymore. Daddy, it seems like they hurt you more. The enemy's got us cornered from land to shore. My brothers and sisters, should we just even the score? And that's that piece. Nice. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Keys, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, sir. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Like, you know running around with, um, you know, Lamari Court and Jedediah, you know, and a few other activists, um, um, you know, people like, um, you know, Danta, um, 
aka Wisdom Speaks. Um, people out here feeding the community, Geronimo, um, you know, with Solid Souls and, you know, us at the end of the year, um, you know, feeding the homeless and, um, you know, just out in the community with the kids. Like, we got to do more, you know. We got to do more. Um, And the stage helps us do that, right? It, It gives us an opportunity to, you know, see what's going on in, you know, D.C. or California or wherever and to kind of tap into, like, man, we ain't the only ones in this. And the more we see that we ain't the only ones in this, the more it should lend a, a, a um, lead us, actually lead us towards helping each other more. Like, man, let's go see what's going on in, a, in Atlanta. They got a racist restaurant down there. Really? You know, or, you know, Mike Brown didn't rob that store or whatever the case may be. Wow, wow, that brother should still be alive. And, you know, mm-hmm. so um, what, what, what's... What's some of the things that have gone on in 2017 that kind of had you like, man, we could do more? I like how they had the Healing Corner with At Ease. I like how they had that posted on Facebook because people keep talking about Chicago, and there's so many outlets. They need to just open their eyes and see that there are people out there doing outreach in every city, and to see them do that all the time was awesome. That's all for that. I really like seeing the pictures with the kids and the people out in the community just having love. We got love. It's just hard to promote it. Mm-hmm. That was gotcha. awesome. Wow. I, 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 I agree. There's a lot of good stuff going on in Chicago. Um, and, uh, and a lot of these, these major uh, urban areas that, that people don't see because it's um, – it's it's uh, negativity is easier to promote than than good stuff. It's like mm-hmm. I, it's, it's just so much good going on, and so many organizations, like you said, you know, Silent Souls does uh, does their thing every year. You know, you got the Healing Corner. I've been working with them since they since they first started, and you know, feed the people on the South Side. It's just so much stuff, good stuff going on that you really don't, but you don't hear about it. Um, and I, be- I believe that it is our job to um, take control of our narratives when there, there's because, you know, so many people are telling our stories um, in, in these different cities, um, and they're telling them the way they want to tell them, and they're not telling them the way they need to be told. So I think we need to grab hold of them ourselves, and it's, it's so easy. I mean, these, the cell phones are like studios in your pocket. Um, so I just think we need to take control of our narratives. And, you know, if there's something good going on, there's something worthy uh, that we mm-hmm. want put out there that we know is not going to be shared, I think we need to be the ones to put it out there. Correct. Wow. They, they say the revolution will not be televised, um, but it definitely will be one. Um, and I hate to think that we need another movement, but it's almost like we right. do. And the movement should be about love. It should be about promoting positivity. It should be about unity. And um, I, 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 
think it's great that poets can go from state to state, you know what I'm saying, to touch down and, you know, get the real perspective of what's going on in Chicago whenever they come here, you know what I'm saying, hey, this is what's going on, you know, in St. Louis or whatever the case may be. And for us to be able to have that dialogue, um, to know that we're going through the same thing, um, but to also speak about it so that we can come up with solutions um, to 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 the matters, you know, because love matters, black lives matter. And, um, you know, the whole separation of church and, 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 and government, you know, um, you know, schooling, you know, detaching us from, for us, you know, the love that we've been having, you know, that our grandparents got through that helped us get this far. Like, you know, we all have different religious backgrounds, no doubt. But um, when I think of, of what's important is the spirituality of of who you are. And so, you know, we all have to think above ourselves when it comes to, like, man, I didn't make me, you know. Um, but guess what? I can have family and we can make more of this thing called me, you know, and the more we make love, you know what I'm saying, and I'm saying planning, um, planning, um, providing, you know, for people that don't have, you know, it's the little things that mean a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I've got this, um, I've got this book um, and I'm going to read from it. And I'm thinking about what we just talked about and what it means to be us, you know, as black people, and what we can, you know, look forward to in 2018. So I'm going to read this poem from her name is Vicki Brent Torre from her book, A Peace of Mind. And this poem is called Black Is. Black Is. Cornbread dressing, cornbread, corn fed, deep fried catfish all on the same plate. Living from check to check but still finding something or somebody to laugh at. Summertime family reunions and block parties. Red Kool-Aid with enough sugar in it for a 10-year kiss. For whole hours in the beauty shop chair while low rate while you low rate your last hairdresser, your cousin Junebug and them, uh, the incredible memories of the black glory days of Afros, Cadillacs, Dashikis, and and bell bottoms, going to Sunday morning service every Sunday morning service at the second ever Nisa Missionary Baptist Church where the right reverend Dr. Cleotris Bullock is passing. Being able to successfully roll your eyes with or without rolling your neck. Double starch, creased blue jeans, and a standing appointment at Mr. Johnson's barbershop. Possessing a patent on an undeniably and intrinsically poetic, fluid, yet unforgiving kiss my mother ass so eloquent, so flawless. Nah, you know that's black. Arguing with your childhood friends about who's got the worst whipping. 
realizing that by the time you make it halfway through the store, the security guard will more than likely come back from his break. Playing double dutch in the middle of the street on a day so damn hot that everybody's seeing monkeys. Going to make groceries, not get them. Wondering how in the world did James and Florida ever have a daughter that looked like Thelma. (laughs) (laughs) Black eyed peas on New Year's Day with a penny in the pot for good luck. Black is a cool summer night with Frankie Beverly and Maze. Oh, yeah. Now that's what black is. Ain't that what black is? I like that poem. First time ever reading. <laughs> that was nice. That's super cool. Super cool. <laughs> wow. I got to read that one line again. Wondering how in the world did James and Florida Evans have a daughter that looked like Thelma? <laughs> I'm just going to say y'all wrong for laughing. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man, that is what black is and a whole lot more. And um and it can be a whole lot better if we just allow it to be. Absolutely. Um, no doubt, no doubt. Um I told myself I would at least be on for about an hour and um we've done that. Um we've done that in a little bit over. And so I just wanted to, you know, just um Get the first one off the ground, and and we've done that. Nice. Thank you, Miss Keys, for tuning in. Mr. Opinionated, thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, I'm gonna work with the format and 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 you know just develop it and and keep this going like anything else I've done, uh, God willing. Um, and I'm, once again, still want to encourage anyone listening, all listening, all supporters. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, we need this stage. Um, we need a revolution. We, we need a movement. And most importantly, we need unity. So um, World of Wordplay is all about that. And so Midday Wordplay is taking a turn towards greater. Um, I actually see Midday Wordplay on the road. Um, and mm-hmm. so be looking out for that. Also be looking out for Midday Wordplay to go live, so mm-hmm. um, just a lot going on, so be ready to tune in. Um, one of the ways I will be doing that is through the Zoom app and also going live on YouTube, so okay. there'll be many different ways of being able to tune in. Um, was there anything that you wanted to say before you went, Mr. Uh, Opinionated? No, just just keep up the good work. I, I always enjoy enjoy your engagement with your audience. Um, you know your rides, your freestyles, your uh, you know the different things you do. So I, um, you know, I blog and uh, it's interesting. I've been doing this for about three years. Um, I'm going to tweak some things myself. Um, in 2018, I started out uh, going to a lot of music stuff, um, events, and supporting different artists. So I'm going to kind of mix it up a little bit because I think I kind of uh, got stuck doing a lot of uh, poetry things for the last couple of years. And, you know, it's, it's, it's different things going on in Chicago. So keep up the good work. I, I enjoy your work. I may 
cannot get out to everything, uh, but I'm going to try to do a little bit better with that this year um, and getting the different events because, uh, you know, it can be it can be expensive when you're running the business out of your pocket. <laughs> so so uh, keep up the good work. I, I enjoy your work. I appreciate that wholeheartedly, most definitely. Well, before I leave, speaking of promoting, um, I have an event on January 11th at the Smokefield Room, which is at 3359 West 79th Street. It's going to be an all-women's production, Um, the DJs, the hosts, and as well uh, the the entertainment, um, the featured artists. So tune in once again January 11th, uh, 7 o'clock. Be there. We're going to go from 7 to 12. Um, so that's the next event. Once again, thank everyone for tuning in. God bless. Peace. Peace. All right, thanks, Mr. Opinionated. Catch you on the rebound. You too. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.